Happy Easter. Um, just a word uh, that I received, Luke chapter 8 and verse number 15. Luke chapter 8, verse number 15. This is the parable of the sower. Uh, Jesus likened the kingdom of, of God to a farmer who went to sow seed. And he scattered seed, and then the Bible says that the seed fell on different types of soil, some on rocky, uh, the path, some on the, the uh, thorny ground, uh, some on the, uh, the path, the rocky ground, the thorny ground. And then there was one soil type that was called good soil. I could take a lot, a lot of time just teaching on the different soil types because Jesus, after he taught the parable, he explained it at length. But I wanted to just spend some time on the good soil because I need to make sure that I'm teaching to the right people. <clears throat> Amen. So uh, Luke chapter 8, verse 15. Just, this is the, the characteristic of what, uh, what is described as the good soil. Verse 15, it says, But the seed on the good soil stands for those with a noble and good heart who hear the word, retain it, and by persevering, produce a crop. Mm. Those with a noble and a good heart, who hear the word, retain it, and by persevering, produce a, a crop. And by persevering, produce a crop. Father God, teach us perseverance today. Teach us what it means to receive and handle the word properly. Teach us, Father God, in Jesus' name, by your spirit, not my mouth. And I pray we would leave different from the way that we came in today in Jesus' name. And everybody said amen. amen. Praise the Lord. One of the first things that we observed and wanted us to observe in this passage is that this persevering idea, it's not a small thing. In fact, this thing, this kingdom business, this serving God, this walking with Jesus, it does not work for us if we do not have perseverance. This only applies to persevering people because we produce through perseverance. All right? We don't produce through being good Christians. We don't produce through trying to be the first in church before everybody else, <clears throat> yeah, we, don't we don't produce through years and years of being in the house of God. We produce through perseverance. We don't even produce through the word. Because the word is one thing, but persevering is another. All right? Everybody say perseverance. Now, I looked up the definition of perseverance, and uh, the one definition, I like this one. It says, steady persistence in a course of action, a purpose, a state, etc., especially in spite of difficulties, obstacles, or discouragement. Hmm. Steady persistence in a course of action. A purpose, a state, especially in spite of difficulties, obstacles, or discouragement. Praise the Lord. I was reminded of two women when it came to, uh, when I was looking at this. Number one was the woman with the issue of blood. If you remember her story, it's also in Luke chapter 8. 
And the Bible says that she had had this condition for 12 years. The Bible says that she, uh, the doctors had given her no hope. They said, there's nothing we can do for you. And the Bible says that she finished all her money trying to get well. All right. Yet in spite of all these obstacles, the Bible says she kept pressing into Jesus, pressing through the crowd. And one translation, it says, she kept saying to herself, if I touch the hem of his garment, I will be made whole. That's powerful. She wasn't telling this to Jesus. She wasn't telling this to her neighbors or her friends or to the air. She was telling her this to herself. She kept saying to herself. And that's the only person that needs to hear what you're saying. Uh, meaning that her body was telling her, you are sick. But she was not saying to herself, I am sick. She kept saying to herself, if I touch the hem of his garment, that means there was difficulties, obstacles, and discouragement. But she pressed through that and said, regardless of what this discouragement is telling me. Mm. All right. The doctor said there's no hope, but she did not say to herself. You know how authoritative a doctor's report is. We believe the doctor more than we believe the pastor. May the Lord deliver us all. <laughs> all right? Like when a doctor says you have, or for my case, when I got the result and says you are, you know, that, that kind of, it hits you out of limb. I mean, I'm the answer man. I'm above all this stuff. Come on, somebody. I'm at the right hand of the Father looking down on all these poor people. Hmm? But Lord, there comes that, it's like kind of, it has a measure of authority. It kind of takes you by surprise when you get that result. All right? And then you, the immediate re reaction after you get that result is you start saying that same report to yourself. Well, I guess I am. And I guess that means I will. You start this conversation with yourself. So the woman had that same experience, but she did not say to herself, eh, there is no hope for me. She kept saying, not once, that means. Somebody say perseverance. She said, if I touch the hem of his garment, I will be made whole. The money was gone. She finished all her money trying to get well. But she did not say to herself, I am a, you know when you check your, your, with your phone, your bank account, and then they have those blessed, re, or you know, you know, have you been there? You get that and it's kind of discouraging, you know? And, and, and the, immediately you start that conversation with yourself and you start making plans of how do I survive when I'm broke? All right? But the woman did not say to herself, the bank said to her, you are broke, but she did not say to herself, I am broke. She kept saying to herself, if I touch the hem of his garment, I will be made whole. She would not take no for an answer. The other woman I was reminded of, Jesus was actually teaching about prayer. And he says, when you pray, this is the way you do it. And he's told a parable of the persistent widow. And the persistent widow, she kept coming to the judge with her case, saying, grant me justice against my adversary. And the judge said, though I don't fear God or honor men. And the two go together, by the way. All right. I, I will grant justice. I will see to it that this woman gets justice because she keeps coming to me with this. Somebody say perseverance. The, these women had would only entertain one narrative in their thinking. 
They would not accept any other report than what they had set their perseverance road on. There was setback, there was discouragement, there was opposition, but they kept pushing on. And the Bible says that the one who uh, bore good fruit was the one who persevered and bore good fruit. The word came, they received it with a good and noble heart, and through perseverance, hallelujah, meaning they would not take or we will not take a plan B. We will not take, an, we stick with the course of action that faith has brought to us and we remain unmoved from that. And, and, and that's the kind of stuff that pleases God. Hallelujah. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. Because anyone who believes that he is must believe that he is and is a rewarder of those who diligently. So sometimes the drama, God is actually using the drama, using the obstacles. I mean, he doesn't send the drama or the obstacles, but he uses it. Come on, somebody. Because through that, you learn this special element that, 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 that makes the kingdom the kingdom. Perseverance. I was reading the story about Isaac, and, and I, I, I found this to be interesting. It's like sometimes God uses these things because it's through perse perseverance that we produce. All right? And Genesis 25 tells this, this story, just one verse, 25, uh, verse 21. It says, Isaac prayed to the Lord on behalf of his wife, Isaac, uh, on behalf of his wife, because she was barren. The Lord answered his prayer, and his wife, Rebekah, became pregnant. All right. Now, if you remember the story of Isaac in your Bible, Isaac was the son of Abraham. Abraham was made a promise that through you and your offspring, eh, all nations of the, of the earth will be, will be blessed. Now, Abraham had to believe for a son, but Lekah, Isaac, the son now, has to believe for a son as well. Isaac was the son of covenant. He, he came as a result. Like Ishmael was the firstborn, but Isaac was the child of covenant. He had this covenant promise over him when he came into the earth. So he had the promise of God. All right? Uh, but... but he was faced with this barren situation. Not only did he have a promise, but his wife, Rebecca, if you remember the story, he got this wife by way of supernatural intervention, of like the angels of the Lord Almighty, Lord God Almighty, angels, 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 got busy and active picking a wife for Isaac. May the Lord help some of you in here this morning. In Jesus' name. All right? Eh, don't use those websites. Eh? Use the angel sites. Amen. The angel. Oh, I just delivered somebody right there. Huh? The angel went and handpicked this woman. You, you can read about it later on in the book of Genesis. Picked a wife and brought it. This is a supernatural marriage. A supernatural son. Everything was set up. He had a promise from God. He had a, a supernaturally provided wife. All right? And yet barren like what's going on here God I mean we've come all this way you started with Abraham now I'm the, the manifestation of a, I'm a miracle child eh? where's my blessing barren and so the Bible says Isaac had to pray to God he had a promise that he would be this tells me that the promise is good but the promise does not produce 
The promise is good, but the promise does not produce. Rebecca was a miracle wife. Miracles are good. I'll take my share. But miracles don't produce. Eh? The, the one with the good and noble heart represents those who receive the word, believe the word, and through persevering, perseverance, produce. So there can be a word, praise the Lord. But word is good, but not good enough. For producing, I'm saying. Word is flawless. It's not the word that's the problem. Eh? Um, uh, miracles are wonderful, but miracles don't produce. All right? Perseverance. Isaac cried out to God. He prayed to God. And God heard Isaac and Rebecca became, became pregnant. Hallelujah. And I, you know, I found this to be the, 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 the pattern of Scripture, actually. You find God doing this all the time. Like He, set, he uses the obstacles to find out the level of perseverance. Uh, I, I told you before, I, 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 I learned so much when I went there, but when, when the first time when I went to Israel, it was kind of like a, a, a blessing for me because you study this stuff and then you see the stuff that makes you qualified, bona fide. Hmm? And, and I remember I went to the city of Jericho, like the real Jericho that you read in the Bible. And I come back to testify that those walls of Jericho, surely they came crashing down because they're not even there anymore. Hmm? Saw it with my own eyes. Come on, somebody. All right? That stuff really happened. But this was a thing that became a bit problematic for me. I think I've shared it here once before. I remember that when the children of Israel, after they crossed the wilderness 40 years, remember that story, and they crossed the Jordan and they came, the Bible says they, 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 they settled on the plains of, of Jericho. They crossed the Jordan River and they settled on the plains of Jericho. So I sat there in Jericho and I did the math. Jordan River was over there. That means the, the children of Israel, several thousand years ago, crossed that river and camped somewhere around there. The first time when they came and set foot on the promised land that God had given them. And if you remember the promise, it was not just a land that God was given. It was a promised land. It was a land flowing with milk and honey. Come on, somebody. It was a land that God said, the land that I'm bringing you into. It is not like the land of Egypt where you had to irrigate by foot. But this is a land that the Lord your God has his eyes on. That he, he sees to it that the rains are sent in season. It is a good land. It's a blessed land. And I said, praise the Lord. But there was a big question for me because that whole region of Jericho, it's very dry. It's basically just dust and desert, very hot. And I said, you know, where is that milk and honey? There's not even a single anything green here. You know, you have to have some green in order to have milk and honey. Oh, come on, church. Like cows eh, produce milk. <laughs> cows need to eat grass. To Bees need some kind of vegetation or flowers to pollinate and, and to make... make are, you, are you following it? The land, there, so there has to be some, at least one green thing. There was not a single green thing anywhere. There was not a single rain, single blessing. And I said, okay, this is what they talked about when they said global warming. Hmm? This is why everybody's making the fuss. Because this used to be a green land. This used to be milk and honey, but now global warming, all the, the, the chemical, whatever, going out into the air, ozone, all that. Okay, I get it. Maybe over the, the years, you know, we've messed with things and it's no longer, 
And so I went that night to the, where we were staying at the hotel, and I opened my Bible, and I looked, and I, I found Joshua 5.10, that it says that they crossed the Jordan, and they settled in the Hebrew word is Arabah. Arabah literally means the desert plain, meaning that this is not a global warming problem here. That stuff was really a desert plain. God, what's wrong with you? What are you doing? Like, how could you bring them with a promise? They had a promise. They, they had a 40-year miracle journey, and they crossed the Jordan supernaturally. And then they come to the desert plain. There's not one drop of milk, and there's not one drop of honey. Does honey, does honey drop? Drip? Not one drip of honey. Honey drips, milk drops. Amen. Drip drop. But, but like how could God bring them? And I realized, hallelujah, something once again. And it blessed me right there in my hotel room because I realized that when God, when God works with us to manifest his promise or produce his promise, it's not the promise and it's not the miracle, but it's through perseverance. And to have perseverance, you have to have obstacle. You have to have maybe discouragement. You have to have an opposition that you look at that thing and say, I will not accept another testimony that one, than, than the one that says, thus says the Lord. And, and we push through. Come on, somebody. So the, the, the promised land was actually just like God said. It was a promise land. We take the promise and persevere. Hallelujah. And through persevering, we, produ we produce. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. See, we will either persevere eh, into the, the, the promise of God, or we will settle right where we are. And, and a settling Christian is the most dangerous Christian, because settling means that we will never experience the promise, but we will start complaining a lot about what we do not have. Complaining will never change things. Perseverance changes things. Praise the Lord. So we are either, we are either uh, um, complaining or persevering. And the, the language of perseverance is praise. Jesus came to the lame man at the, at the, the gate, the, the, the pool of Bethesda. You remember the story. Jesus came to him, and I thought it was interesting. He said, would you like, or do you want to get well? And the lame man said, praise God, I was waiting for this day. Yes, I want to get well. Let's go and get well right now. Perseverance is on display now. Let's go. That's not what he said. Jesus said, do you want to get well? And he says, well, every time when I try to get up, these people pass me and beat me into the pool. And everyone gets ahead of me. And I'm just, he's, he's com complaining. And you cannot complain and produce. Complaining never produces a single thing. And what I found is two things. Number one, that if we settle, we will complain. And number two, our condition will not change. This man had been there for 38 years. So we can stay there 38 years and talk a lot, or we can start to praise God right now and persevere against the obstacles. Persevere. It's amazing. Jesus ended up healing that man without the help of the pool. He was complaining for the wrong thing for 38 years. May the Lord help us today. Through persevering, we produce. One more thing, and this might be a bit painful, but it's good. I found out once you hit that perseverance, 
okay, you're going to have to rearrange your relationships. Because you automatically enter into a realm of different talk and different language. Okay? You don't accept anything but what thus says the Lord. And when you start to enter in that realm, people who understood you at one level, they won't understand you at this level anymore. That's why Mary says, how can this be that I'll have a son? This is Easter week. Come on, somebody. Mary says, how can this be that I'll have a son when I don't even know a man? It's a good complaint. It's logical. Nobody can have babies without a man. Hallelujah. We already established that angel sight in Jesus' name. And the angel said to her, don't worry, M Mary, we got this. The Holy Spirit will come upon you. The who? The Holy Spirit will come upon you. And the power of the Most High will overshadow you so that the child to be born to you will be called the Son of God. And you will give him the name Jesus because he will save their people from their sin. Mind you, this is stuff that you don't learn in school. This is stuff that's way beyond. Like this is a, where do you start to grab? The, what reference point do you use? But Mary said, let it be to me according to your word. Perseverance. Hallelujah. I won't throw that word to the side. I'll take that word in. But immediately when Mary accepted the word, relationships are going to change starting now. <laughs> because how do you explain this to your family? How do you explain this to your fiancé? We read the, the, the story too fast, you know? How do you explain to your fiancé that I am pregnant, not by you? I am a virgin? Well, what, what happened, uh, Mary? What's going on? Well, you won't believe this, but the Holy Spirit came upon me. The power of the Most High overshadowed me. Oh, okay. Well, why didn't you just say so in the first place, Mary? Come on. And now, now I get it. No, who understands you when you've entered into this realm? Hallelujah. It's unexplainable. Mary actually had to run. And, and, and it's funny, like when God, when, when, when you step into that realm of perseverance, hallelujah, you lose some, but you gain some. Because Mary ran to Elizabeth's house. And as soon as Elizabeth heard the greeting, not the story, no explanation. We just, we just understand. No, that's perseverance language. That's faith language. In fact, without her saying anything, she just said hello and she translated the whole message. Blessed is she who has received the word of the Lord. Are you following what I'm saying? You, you, you really need some people more than you need other people. Maybe I'm not talking to everybody. But if you ever start stepping into the realm of perseverance, even for you, like the language of the, the, the other people, it just doesn't sit well for you anymore. You can't just talk about whatever, whatever, whatever. You, ha you have entered into the perseverance realm. You're, you're on a mission to produce. You don't accept anything but what thus says the Lord. You have to block out every opposition. And, and that immediately determines your fellowship. Praise the Lord. Uh, are you following what I'm saying? Uh, if the shoe fits, wear it. Hmm? Uh, Pastor Asi um, uh, in our Amhara congregation, she has, a, she has a word that she uses to describe faith. And it's, there's no effective translation in the English. You have to work with me. Without spitting or anything, turn to your neighbor and say, Well, you have masks on anyway. Gigim is just, it's just like, you know, some Amharic words, 
They're so powerful because as it sounds, so it is. <laughs> Hallelujah. Meaning, and you know, like, if you know Pastor Asse's story, she had a breast cancer, a very advanced stage breast cancer. It was so bad that the doctors had given hope, given up hope. The wound was just open. She had to change bandages every so many hours. And I remember she came to our, our pastoral meeting and she said, today I'm going to pray with a wound. You know, most cancers, when you're diagnosed, you can't even see it. It's just the, the doctor's report is the only evidence yet. She had all the evidence and the physical pain and all of that. The family was crying and, they, and she said, uh, no, we're going to pray and this thing is going to go. Yeah, but look at the wound. What's wrong with you? And, and, and the doctors have already said and they're changing the, the bandages on the wound every so many hours. What's the matter with you? I say, can't you see? And she says, no, I'm, the pastors are going to pray for me and, and, and I'm going to be healed. Yeah, but, but no, the pastors are going to pray. I see, no, I said, she came, we prayed. You know, it's funny, when Jesus healed people, mind you, he never said, my power has made you whole. He always said, your faith, your gum. You bleeding woman, go daughter, your faith. It was not my power, it was your faith. Hallelujah. When we enter into this realm of perseverance, it puts a demand on the power of God. Hallelujah. It puts a man on the producing power of God. Hallelujah. That's why God leaves a little thing, sometimes leaves a little cracks, little things open. It's, it's not that he's not able in some cases. It's just he, he loves without faith. It's impossible to please God. He loves it when we just get up and say, God said it anyway. I don't care. God is God. God will do it. I don't know how. I don't need to know. The circumstances don't need to line up perfectly. Just leave me alone. Praise the Lord. You know, uh, that's what happened with Elijah. Elijah, After Elijah, 1 Kings chapter 18, after Elijah called down fire from heaven, he told Ahab, go eat and drink, for I hear the sound of the abundance of rain. It had not rained for three years. I waited for the rain to come for me to use this. <laughs> the heavens are cooperating with my preaching today. Who's laughing? I said the heavens are cooperating. <laughs> Say, there is a sound of an abundance of rain. Go eat and drink. It had not rained for three years, but he heard a sound. Now remember, it's not word that produces, it's not miracles that produce, it's perseverance. Ahab went, and the Bible says Elijah went up on the mountain and put his head between his knees. There's a lot of interpretations of what that looks like. It's not some kind of gymnastics or acrobatics, but he put his head in between his knees. Many, many uh, call it like a birthing position, which is a good description of perseverance. And he put his head between his knees on Mount Carmel. He sent his servant and said, go look, look for clouds in the sky. The servant came back and he said, there is nothing. 
And Elijah said, there's nothing? No, there's nothing. He said, go back. All right. A second time he came and he says, there is nothing. Go back. Mm -mm. A, a, a third time he came. Go back. Seven times. What it tells me is that Elijah had heard a word from the Lord that says that there is the sound of abundance of rain. That's what he heard. That means that because that's what I heard, hmm, we produce through perseverance. That means every contrary word to rain has to go back until we get some rain. Hallelujah. And the Bible says on the seventh time he came back and he said, I see a cloud the size of a man's fist rising in the air. That's all he needed. Hallelujah. He said, that's it. That's what I was looking for. Hallelujah. Perseverance produces. Hallelujah. Elijah understood that word is good, but word is not enough. Word has to get in my heart. Word has to find the good soil. Well, what's the good soil? The good soil stands for the one with the good and noble heart who through perseverance produces. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen, amen. This is Easter week. Happy Easter. In Ethiopian culture, we have this week is called Hemamat, uh, where we remember the suffering of, of Jesus and, and all of these things. It's a beautiful. Do you know this, this, this week, this salvation that has been afforded to us? It is the most beautiful, most, it's the ultimate expression and definition of love. It is the most powerful story. It is not of an earthly creation by any means. His love is that amazing that God so loved us that he gave his son to save us from our sins. That he who knew no sin became sin for us so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. Praise the Lord. That it was the divine exchange that because of what he has accomplished, I am the righteousness of God. I am a son of God. I am seated with Christ Jesus in the heavenly place. Right up there with Jesus at the right hand of the Father. Eh? Like it's God the Father, God the Son, and Pastor Z. That's what actually happened. When he rose from the dead, we rose with him. It's the most beautiful story. But to be honest with you, we don't always feel that victory. Actually, our lives for many of us is just normal, routine, nothing more than that wilderness on the west side of the Jordan River. I don't know about you, but after you got saved, when you looked at the mirror, it, it was actually absolutely nothing that changed. I mean, the Bible says, if any man be in Christ Jesus... He is a new creation. You look exactly the same creation as you did before. What's going on here? I think even to accept this salvation, even to accept our righteousness when we know how crazy we are, as, as, as mistake-prone as we are, we are still the righteousness of God because it's not the perfection of the worshiper. Hallelujah. It's not the perfection of the worshiper that perfects the worshiper. It's the perfection of the sacrifice. And it was bestowed on us. Hallelujah. It is an exchange of goods. Hallelujah. It is an exchange of identity. So, so this new creation 
it's, 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 it's going to require some push. It's going to require some perseverance. Because most of the time you feel kind of weak. Most of the time you don't feel like the righteousness of God. Most of the time you're more conscious of the stuff that you should have been doing, but you didn't do. And and if you have family, you have people who remind you how many times that you... Yes, don't look around, just say Amen. But I think there's a little bit of a gap that God left. Imagine like if all of us, the day we got saved, immediately like the glory of God, like Moses' face was shining. All of us immediately, our face started to, to shine. That, that's how we know we're new creation. But there's no shining face. It's pretty much normal, but through perseverance. That's why the Bible says the kingdom of God, it suffers violence and the violent take it by force. That means if God said, I'm the righteousness of God, I'm taking my righteousness, whether I feel it or not today. Eh? Where, where if God says, I'm his very own child, I take that by force. It's not coming to me. I have to take it and make it mine. Hallelujah. Uh, are you following what I'm saying? Uh, it will require a perseverance to step into this identity. It will require a bit of a fight to say, yes, I am what God said, uh, who God said I am. It will require a little bit of perseverance. Even our vision is redeeming nations in righteousness. Uh, it, it's, it's a perfect picture of the children of Israel having crossed the Jordan. There is no redeeming nations in righteousness. Africa has a lot of problems, a lot of difficult history, a lot of corruption, 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 corruption. Eh? A lot of challenges. How dare we come up here and say redeeming nations in righteousness? How dare we say the hands of begging have turned to hands of blessing? How dare we say that a river will flow from this place and be a blessing to all nations of the world? Are you out of your mind? Precisely. Hallelujah. Through perseverance. Eh? Through perseverance. Right now, there's a lot of talk all around about the tribalism going on, about the war in the north, a lot of the challenge about the political situations. But I just want to remind somebody today that what we have received from the Lord is very different from the worry, the safar worry. It's very different from what the news reports are telling us. It's very different from what everybody is talking about on the ground. Yes, there's challenge. Yes, there's problems. And, and we, we, are not, we did not start the problems, but we will do our part to be part of the solution in Jesus' name, but more than our efforts. Hallelujah. We have a word from the Lord. So when we hear there's tribalism increasing, we say, go back. We don't bring it in and try to f philosophize and complain and talk about it. Go back. That's not the report that we heard. Mm? That this country and this continent is going to disintegrate into oblivion and it's truly going to be nothing but professional chaos. Go back. That our politics will never get it right and we'll go from endless cycle spiraling downward until the end of uh, opposite nirvana. Go back. Eh? That our people will never get it right. There will always be crime. There will always be corruption. There will always be infighting. Go, go back. I know that may be not one cloud in the sky. But we've heard a report from the Lord that says there is the sound of abundance of rain. Go back. I won't take no for an answer. Go back that we will stay in this position until we see what God has said.
that through perseverance we will, we will produce. Hallelujah. God has promised. The word has come. Hallelujah. So, so, you know, some of us, we come even maybe to this church. And if you're here, may the Lord kick that spirit out in Jesus' name. I mean, not you. I love you all, but that spirit that says, well, they said the country will be redeemed in righteousness. It's the new. Let's see what these, well, let's, let's just see. That, that kind of attitude is a suicidal attitude. Uh, that's 38 years at the pool of talking. Go back. Hmm? I want to kick that spirit out. Go back. God will do just as he said. We are on a time course with destiny. There is a glory that's coming from this part of the world. Hallelujah. That Jesus himself will reveal himself through this part of the world so the world will know who he is. Hallelujah. That there will be a hands of begging that turn into hands of blessing. Hallelujah. Well, where does that come from? We've been known for for generations as being the, the dark, dark continent, the last continent, the begging continent. But when God fulfills His Word, and when His, God, His Word comes in our heart, we just can't help but think differently. We just can't help but interpret that when we get together with this Word, we persevere just like the woman who said, if I touch the hem of His garment, I will be made whole. Hallelujah. I don't know about you, but we operate here in a very different and contrary spirit from the news broadcast. Hallelujah. The good seed, the good soil represents those with a good and noble heart who hear the word and through perseverance produce. Hallelujah. 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 I would like everybody to stand on your feet. Maybe somebody is in here like Isaac and you say, I don't know, I received the word. I've experienced so many miracles. I know that God is real. I know that I have a story. I have a testimony. But there's this barrenness that I just don't get. I want to encourage you. Stop talking about your barrenness and cry unto God. Hallelujah. That barrenness is there for your good. So that you can demonstrate to God that I still am holding on to what you said. Look at me, Jesus. Amen. That barrenness is your greatest blessing in disguise. There's a language for those who have opinion and it's complaining, who have settled. It's complaining. But there's another language for those, the language of the persevering. And it's praise. Hallelujah. Can we praise for our barrenness right now? Can we praise God for our emptiness right now? Can we praise for our country? Hallelujah. Can we praise God for our leadership in this country? I know there's a lot more talk. Pastor Z, we should, you know, one of the things, this is working a very different muscle. You know, I'm in school now, which means you have to work. And one of the things they learn, they teach us in school, is one of the, the, the good students are the ones who are the most skeptical. You don't accept everything that you see. You have to, you know, and it's so funny, like you do that all week long and then you come to the house of God. We are working a completely different muscle. You don't find God through academia. Praise the Lord. We don't know what degree the bleeding woman had. 
We don't know what situation the woman with the issue, with the, the, the widow woman had. All we know, the testimony that is recorded about them in the scriptures, hallelujah, is that they persevered, that they pressed through. They would not take, no. this is working a completely different muscle, hallelujah, hallelujah. We won't find God over there. We find God over here, G-g-g-g-g. hallelujah. I would like somebody with a gugum spirit right now just to praise God. Hallelujah. Oh, did I finish the story of Asi? God said uh, that she went to the doctors and it was such a powerful miracle because there was a wound. The next time she went to the doctors and they took the bandages off to change the, the, the dressing, there was literally no wound. It was like smooth, like baby skin. Not only that, she joined our pastoral staff and she's one of our pastors now. She is the official, her department, you know, with different responsibilities. Asse's department is the department of Gagim. Praise the Lord. And she infects all of us with that spirit. And that's how she, she lives. I want somebody to just leave your complaining behind. It doesn't do you any good. It doesn't change things. Let's enter into Gagim today. Hallelujah. Somebody lift your voice and begin to praise God. Thank God. Hallelujah. We're going to make it. Hallelujah. We're going to get through this. Hallelujah. Gagim. Hallelujah. Our God has... Go back. Hallelujah. Every tribalism, go back. Every corruption, go back. Every barrenness, go back. The servant says there is nothing. But Elijah said, go back. Hallelujah. We have a promise from a God who cannot lie. We have a promise from a God who cannot fail. We receive the promise and persevere today. In Jesus name. Hallelujah. We give you a praise right now. In Jesus name, Father God, we lift you up, Father God. You are greater than this. Your word is unbreakable. Hallelujah. Your covenant is true. Hallelujah. I thank you, Father God. Hallelujah. I thank you, Father God. I praise your holy name right now. Hallelujah. I receive that spirit of gugum today. I receive that stubbornness that that bleeding woman had that day, Father God. Let God arise. Hallelujah. Let faith be found in the house of God today. Let God arise. Hallelujah. 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 Lift your voice right now. Give him praise. Give him praise. Hallelujah. Worship him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In the face of the opposition, in the face of the discouragement, I have a praise. Hallelujah. I have an answer. Hallelujah. 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 Ooh, hallelujah. I am a child of God. Yes, I made a few mistakes, but I'm a child of God anyway. I take it, hallelujah, by faith, hallelujah. I am not perfect all the time, hallelujah, but I receive my sonship, my daughtership in Jesus' name, hallelujah. Thank you, Father, hallelujah. Let God arise and let his enemies be scattered, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, Father God. Hallelujah. 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 Tell the righteous that it will be well with them, for they will eat the fruit of their labor. Let me tell you something, church. Your greatest victory ah, is not even the result. The greatest victory is your faith. The greatest victory the Bible says in Hebrews 11 that some of these okay they received their promise by faith 
and they died without even having received the promise. And, and it just tells me that, I mean, the great value is our faith. Peter describes our faith as more precious than gold. Yes, we will see the promise. Yes, we will get the breakthrough. But the greatest treasure is our faith. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I was talking with somebody this week on the phone. I've been working with them. Some, a family of our church got sick. And, and as a result, they can't come. They have not been able to come to, to church. So I'm on the phone with them. And like this week, a light came on. And, and this person is still, you know, bed, bedridden. But we're just working on the phone and, and, and he or she said, all of us, like the light came on and said, I get it. I see it. So what do you see? That I'm already healed. That this sickness is at the mercy of the promise of God. She's still, and so I start, you know, we made a, uh, we start calling every day just to check. Any change? No change, but I get it. There's a rest in my spirit. There is a victory. I have crossed over into something I can't even explain. And I said, yes, you're going to come out of that situation. But the greatest victory is what you're experiencing right now. Because you have received that blessing of perseverance. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I don't care what you're in, what you're facing now. But let's leave the complaining. Let's leave the barrenness. Let's leave the questions. Let's leave the worry and the doubt. And let's step into perseverance right now. Go back. Send that thing back. Send that report back. Send that fear back. Send that lie back. Send that medical report back. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. May faith be found in your children today, Father God. When the Son of Man comes, will he find faith in the earth? Father God, I thank you, Father God, that we're not even believing for our personal situation. We're believing for the nation. We're believing for the whole continent. We're believing for the body of Christ worldwide, Father God, that you would show up in your people, hallelujah. And in this last day, Father God, that Jesus would be seen in the earth, that the glory of God would be revealed. We give you praise. Ooh, there's an anointing here today. I think God just gave us a vaccine. It's called the Gumfax vaccine. Hallelujah. May God arise and his enemies be scattered. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Listen, the rest of you, just receive your vaccine of gum. Complaining is worse than COVID. Holy Spirit is speaking today. Complaining is more deadly than COVID. May the Lord inoculate every single one of us today. May faith arise in our hearts. Whenever we feel complaining arise in our hearts, may the praises of God overtake our complaining. Hallelujah. May the victory of heaven be ours. Praise the name of the Lord.